My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today, we are entering the magical world of remakes! Um, A lot of times, I think, remakes are um, looked at in a negative light, often. Automatically. Yeah, automatically, but they're not necessarily bad. And if you've been, like, around the Asian entertainment industry for a while, there's, like, a real um, thriving remake (laughs) situation that goes down. Dramas get Uh, passed around a lot. Oh, like, drama or anime or manga or manhwas, like, they just get circulated um just you know i think the the most obvious one is uh meteor garden or boys over flowers or what's the japanese title i always forget it's like hana something yeah Yeah. or something um it has been made every possible way (laughs) which which confuses me because it's I don't want to. Just, I don't want to be. I don't want to be negative, but there's better stories to be told. Um, well, isn't another big one? Uh, I, I haven't kiss. seen Playful Kiss. Yeah, okay. Playful Ooh. Kiss. Series. Another. Another but rough. The Thai version is so good. The Thai version. Yeah, the Thai version is so good. I've literally seen every single one of them. Yeah, the Thai version. <laughs> um, there's also um, Faded to Love You has been oh, remade. Yeah. yeah. There's a Korean version, a Taiwanese version, and a Japanese version that just came out. But I feel like I just I watched the Japanese version, which I personally liked the best. But it, they never actually ended the show. They like <laughs> ended it at like the dark turn and never brought it back from the dark turn. They're just like, hey, the show's over, and I'm like. What? <laughs> I wonder if they were going to do a second season and then they, like, <laughs> lost all funding and they're like, well. I was like, oh, this is, this is where we're, this is where we're ending this. That's depressing. Um, oh, boy. Just you know, finished I, Prince of Tennis, this, mm-hmm. and that was a remake of a, of a, like, anime or a manhwa or something. It was good. I liked it. But I never watched the original, the or the first, or read, you know, watched the anime or whatever either. So it was good to me. I liked it. Yeah, I think it's like fun stuff. Pretty standard that like you're gonna have the like manhwa slash manga, then turned into the anime, then turned into the TV drama, and then especially in Japan, turned into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're like. Have that adaption, but then also there are adaptions like U.S. TV shows that are adapted into Korean television. And vice versa. Criminal Minds, that was one, and uh, Suits. But you know what I find? This is just, you know, my personal opinion on the matter. When the U.S. companies remake Asian stuff, it's always worse but when Asian stuff remakes American stuff, it's usually a little better, <laughs> like, in general. Some, like, there's exceptions, of course. Uh-huh. But um, from what I've witnessed, I've always liked the Korean versions better than the American I versions. think because Asian dramas are, like, that one-season format, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they pick 
a storyline from the series, like the first season storyline or whatever, and they reach the end and they go, and we're done. They don't try to set you up for another season. They don't keep going for 12 Mm -hmm. years with no plot. I really liked the designated, the Korean designated survivor. That was really good. I'm still like only halfway through that series and I've never actually seen or at least like only seen one episode-ish of yeah, the like, like, American one. I see like four episodes of the American one. Designated Survivor is really good. I yeah. think like also, I guess this also kind of ties in with what Amanda said about like having the different structure of the seasons that like Asian shows tend to remake almost shot for shot. It's just in their own native language as or in like further like, you know, some things have yeah. to happen differently just because of where they're located. But like United or not US. Well it's mostly the US will like take a Asian a drama and just completely change it. Yeah, they gotta uh, make it they gotta years. make it sexy. Like, not even, like, sexy, but, like, just some of the things that, like, haven't happened yet. Uh, Strong Women Doban Soon, the, like, pitch for that remake is something that's completely different. Mm. It's almost like uh, Western producers are like, we're just buying the name. That's all we want. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, like, a tiny aspect of the concept, and then we're going to just do whatever we want with Mm -hmm. it. There's uh, The Good Doctor, which was a Japanese drama. Yeah. And then it's our Korean one. And then it became the American one. And I've only seen the like, first couple of episodes of the Korean one. Or not the Korean one, the American one. In like a, like a, a little clip of the Japanese one. But that one actually seems like, at least for the first episode, they pretty much shot for shot. Yeah. Remade it. My mom really likes that show. I haven't yep. seen- I think that's one of those kind of like different ones because it's that story would already be a story that would be pitched here as well. There's not much difference, like especially culturally wise between yeah. the two, you know, and it's like a, you know, procedural like medical drama. So it's not as yeah. structured like, you know, a rom-com would be in Asia. I, I must say, like, I think the most remakes that I have watched have been the Thai remakes of Korean shows. And they're usually literally exactly the same show. I call it like the budget version (laughs) of the Korean shows because it's usually like the exact same show with different names and slightly worse production value. (laughs) Based on that, I'm going to ask you a question just because it'll have to do with what we'll talk about later. When that happens, do you see like similar hairstyles and costume styling ever a lot of the times yes sometimes not no like it'll really depend but um i will actually mention something i'll circle back to this conversation (laughs) uh, when we get into the meat of what we're talking about because a thought had come to my mind about one particular actor in what we're going to discuss <laughs> you act like you're spoiling things. And it's not going to be like know, a clearly I'm, obvious. What time I'm about. Fine, it's fine. It's weird because it's like almost like, well, why didn't you just dub over the yeah. Korean version? <laughs> like at that point, wouldn't it have been cheaper? <laughs> I like when they add things. Like they, there's something that's a little bit different. Like it's a little mm-hmm. more showing their culture. Like 
you know, when they make it more Thai somehow, you yeah. know, like it, it's still the same, but like you can tell it's not because this would never happen in Korea or whatever. But like, like with, um, Oh My Ghostess, the whole time I was watching Oh My Ghostess, I was thinking I had just come off of watching a ton of Thai stuff. And I just kept thinking, okay, so like which of these guys in the gay is gay, right? <laughs> like one of these guys in the kitchen's gotta be gay. So then I was like, Oh, they're making a Thai version. Well, they're definitely gonna make some of them gay, but like I never actually watched it, but I don't think they did. I don't I, think they did either. I because they just made it pretty the close. same. I will say there like, was one Thai Thai remake that I actually thought was better. Then the Korean version, besides besides Playful Kiss, and that was uh, Princess Hours or uh, oh, Moon. Yeah. I actually, but I, I'm a little biased because I really liked the main lead, the male who was like the main lead. I've seen him in other stuff and I really liked him. So like, that could be coloring my opinion, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. Now, see, what I want to see is a Korean remake of a Thai show. I be very interested to see what they do with one of those shows. That would be interesting. Hmm. Actually, that's the question. Is is it all that common for Korean? Aside from, we definitely see when the U.S. Hmm. Uh, stories get translated into Korean dramas. Other than that, does Korea take a lot from the other culture, the other Asian cultures, all that much when it comes to stories? Japanese. Well, they definitely take Japanese. The Japanese. Like, yeah. yeah. There's been but they definitely change it to... Korea, like, will stand by their tropes. Like, yeah. they have also, to have like, those tropes. Since, since, like, the censorship rules in Korea are very different than in Japan or Taiwan or whatever, things get changed mm-hmm. quite a bit. I would say... Japan and Taiwan would be the top two countries that we could see that directly, you know, mm-hmm. are what Korea scouts out, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing I will say about some Taiwanese dramas I've watched the past couple years, it's not that they're remakes of Korean dramas by any means, but they'll talk about Korean dramas within Taiwanese dramas sometimes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, and like, they actually, they reference Korean dramas and Thai dramas a lot, too. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, is this, like, some sort of Korean drama? Like, are you a girl <laughs> wow. in a Korean drama? Like, being all like, oh, I can't hold your hand. Like, ooh. The other countries know the tropes, you know? Yeah. And and then even the Opa thing, like, that gets yeah. passed around yeah. everywhere as a joke <laughs> or for realsies. Like, people they like use that in the Thai dramas a lot for certain like specific actors with certain looks and they'll be like oh he's so handsome he's like a korean opa not all remakes are bad no some of them are but not all but i do think so if i had to choose between watching a shot for shot remake or (laughs) watching one that at least does change it up even if it's just culturally like every episode there's at least some something different going on that yeah. that makes it more interesting for me as far as if you're pretty yeah. much rewatching the same story again that's like, true i will say that like 365 did that the first episode was like pretty shot for shot like kind of but they definitely changed a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that's definitely a, a an example of a, a drama that if you come off of one you're not gonna know the story for the others really 
in that genre too, I would think that that might actually be a benefit as far as it being that's, yeah, that's true. In that type of a genre, because like rom com, but you can still change yeah. rom com. You could change. You can, you can yeah. change, but like you know, it, there's a little bit more suspense when it's like the person that was murdered in one is not murdered in the other. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they are they gonna go? Are they gonna go? No, they're still there. Why? <laughs> and like, it's not like a rom com's gonna change the coupling. They don't change the coupling. No, no. <laughs> but like they could make someone gay if they're going to Thailand. I'm just saying That's true, but it would still <laughs> be the same like character. You yeah, know, that yeah. that like if it's the second man like male lead it would always it would be in that second yeah. male lead. Spot. Yeah. yeah. I think like I think like a lot of the problem is is that people have a hard time with the concept of doing taking things in the spirit of the original because when they remake things either they completely abandon the spirit of the original or they just make it exactly the same. I think for most things they get remade. Um, so one is not that interesting to watch as someone who already knows it because it's exactly the same. And the other one just becomes awful to watch because it like misses what made the original the point. something that people would want. But know? I guess that's like kind of just a thing that's like very specific to kind of like us who actually yeah. watch a bunch of different dramas, you know, mm-hmm. in different countries. I guess essentially we would not be the the target, audience their targets yeah. you know it's like an audience that like never watched the korean one so they're just gonna pick up the thing which i guess is essentially what you know western shows do they mm. don't ever think about that yeah i was gonna give a small footnote that we're fully aware of how awful western stuff goes when it's like they take an anime and totally whitewash oh. stuff and yeah i guess it's different because obviously like asian countries have different cultures within but I guess it's a little bit more of their like types of humor and types of romance and a little bit of their cultures kind of mesh better and work than it would be like to bring that to America and try to mesh it so that is a a problem mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you watch one like I watched that um Taiwan uh Miss Culinary and the whole time I kept thinking this would translate really well to American television to do a sort of like Heart of Dixie kind of quirky small town in the South kind of version of it, I think would work really well because it's so focused on the food and the and meeting these different people who bring different recipes and different kinds of food into her life and stuff. I was like, I could really see that working stateside like but would they miss the point and like make it something else that I would be mad about yeah. you know what I mean like, they, they gotta make it sexy you know how it is they'd probably make it sexy in the wrong way somehow yeah you know? guess, like obsessed with the gritty reboots like yeah I, I gotta say yeah, now. and just like walk away like <laughs> you yeah now I, I will say anytime a Korean drama gets bought and they're gonna make it over in the US or something, I'm always willing to give it a chance. Like mm. I'm not gonna straight up be like, I'm against this coming over, unless it's something obviously tied to Korean culture, because there are those that would be really weird to like try to take over to the Western mm-hmm. side of things. I guess I don't like the knee-jerk reaction of, I'm not okay with this going over to the U.S., especially if it is something that's like, oh, this is a lawyer show. 
why wouldn't it work? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have lawyers. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, vice ver- and vice versa. I don't know. A lot of the times, it, I feel like it should at least be given a chance. Even though we say this, ninety nine point nine percent of the dramas that the Western audience or the Western producers pick up will never come to air. They just grab yeah. the name because they see it being popular and they're just going to hold on to it for 10 years. Yeah. Right. That's what they do with books too. Like that's like a big thing. Like mm-hmm. why like maybe some of your favorite books are not movies is because, you know, Paramount bought that title 10 years ago and has been sitting on it to make the most amount of money off of it. That's the crappy side of it. It's like they're not actually buying it to produce it. And then I think the ones like The Good Doctor, that's produced by, I think, Daniel Day Kim. So you've got actual Asian Americans who are are trying to bring more sort of Asian culture into and make opportunities for Asian actors and stuff as well. Not that, like, The Good Doctor American version is starring all Asian actors or anything. That's not the point. But, like, those ones kind of get made, and, and I feel like there's a... He's doing it for a purpose. Like, there's a mm-hmm. reason, right? Yeah. I remember when uh, Criminal Minds, because I'm a huge Criminal Minds fan, and I used to follow, like, the producers, like, all the producers of Criminal Minds on Twitter. And I remember them being very, very present when Criminal Minds was picked up for the K-drama. And they were very active with posting about it and posting about, mm-hmm. like, seeing it and stuff. The problem was that it never got picked up anywhere legally. So, yeah. like, it was kind yeah. of pointless. I saw that especially um, because of uh, Daniel Henney being on the mm-hmm. spinoff. He did it, like, they did an episode. Because the, the spinoff Criminal Minds, the Beyond Borders, I think is what it was called. It was the team went to different countries, essentially. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And so, like, there was an actual episode where they went to Seoul. And, it's, and I remember Daniel Henney being very present in trying to, like make the cast meet up with people he's he knows in the industry in Korea and kind of like bridging the cultural gaps and I think that's kind of also like obviously it can't be like the full thing that you're supposed to do because you're supposed to be making money off these things but like when they add that it's a nice touch yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's a project more than just something for people to consume and not think about and make money yeah so my vote is give remakes a chance. Yeah, I agree. However, I mean, if someone tells me there's a shot-for-shot shot remake, like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know how often I usually go in for that now yeah, that I, I have other stuff mm-hmm. to watch. I'm not real interested in watching the exact same story over and over again. So mm-hmm. I've tried sometimes, but it's like if I've already watched one, that was good. So, like, I watched Kiss Me. I think I tried Playful Kiss. I watched, like, half an episode or something and I was not in the mood I was like nah forget it shut it down and then I watched Kiss Me and I loved it and then I was like well maybe I nah it's fine I watched a good <laughs> yeah. one already why would I watch more like I yeah. already watched a good one I don't need to like, it's also like hard because like especially since I've watched all of those I like one person from one country and yes. then one person from the yeah. other the story can change because of a different actor portraying it too like even if it's the same shot for shot you can produce a different thing with the right people in the right direction does that always happen no and like still there are things that are like make it annoying to see shot for shot because you're like but I wanted something else just a little bit right I, I also will say shot for shot is sometimes a good thing to do if you're not used to 
whatever other culture you're watching. So let's say you're used to K-dramas and then there is a Thai one, you know, a mm. Thai version mm. of it and you want to start watching Thai stuff. That can be your first step because that's how I got into K-dramas. Like mm. I was into Taiwanese and I watched the Taiwanese version of Fabulous Boys and then I watched the original Korean version and that's what helped me. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the yeah. entire thing, but it helped me get used to how is it different? Like even, yeah, how does the language sound a little bit different? Like, yeah. and get used yeah. to, I've seen this story. I really liked this story. Oh, this is how they, how it feels a little bit different, especially if you're not exposed to that culture very much yet. Mm-hmm. I, it, I thought it was very helpful when you're very new to seeing that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you have been exposed to different cultures, yeah. I mean, it, if the director does take a different take on it or if, oh, these actors are great. But if it is kind of like a mediocre shot for shot it's like oh this is what it's doing i might watch something else <laughs> yeah. or maybe i'll write a fanfic while i'm watching this what it should have been you know like yeah what could have happened <laughs> i guess at the very least at least it helps you with learning kind of the pacing of different languages yeah. and the tones mm-hmm. and stuff because that's that can be jarring not in a negative way just in a it's a brand new experience for you to like mm-hmm. listen to like Thai versus Korean or something like that and so kind of easing into that so then you know like and you know how like sentence kind of structures work does help when I first started to watch Thai dramas um I remember sort of asking on Twitter like about where I should start and stuff and just having so many K-drama fans who said oh don't watch Thai I never watched Thai their language is it, I don't like it. I can't listen to it. It hurts my ears. It like stuff like that all the time. And I was like, okay, like it, it's different, but like you get used to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was I like, that's say, so like, weird. The, the difference between like Korean and Thai is like the difference between French and German. Yep. So yeah. it's like, if you're, if you're used to listening to French, then when you listen to German, it's very jarring. Whereas if you're used to listening to Korean, when you listen to Thai, it's very jarring. But after, you know, a couple episodes, your brain adjusts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, adapt. Yeah. Exactly. Adapt and learn and know that there are tons of people that speak that language. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, welcome to the world of Thai dramas, you know? <laughs> Speaking of Thai dramas, shall we discuss this? Thai drama we watched a couple episodes of. So, a couple years ago, there was a very well-received show called Another Oh Hey Young, which is on Netflix now. Or Another Um, So is what it's called on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, because you know how Netflix, they like to to switch up the titles on us to keep us guessing. It's kind of a messed up plot. Yes. I'ma be honest. To me, it's not that messed up, but you. Well, no, I, fine. the further the further along you get, the more you're like, "Girl, run, <laughs> red flags." <laughs> okay, so this all happens in the first episode. So what I'm about to tell you is not a spoiler, and also the show's been out for like three years. So there's a girl named Oh Hey Young whose fiance dumps her like the day before her wedding because he says that she's disgusting when she eats. Rough. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. But she's too embarrassed to admit this is what happened. So she says that she's the one 
who dumped him. And so her parents are pissed at her. Everyone's mad at her. They think she's such a loser for giving up this good guy. It was the day before their wedding. Yeah. Yeah. You then find out that the reason he did was because he's going to jail. And the reason he's going to jail is because somebody framed him for a bunch of stuff. And then you find out it's this dude who thought that she was his ex-girlfriend who had the same name and went to the same school as she did and was kind of her mortal enemy, frenemy, her entire life. And then he feels real bad (laughs) because he done fucked up by messing up the wrong girl's wedding. And the guy's life. Yeah. And the guy's life. Despite the fact that they had nothing to do with his ex-girlfriend shenanigans that she done Well, also... Well, the big thing is that she did that to yeah. him. Like, she left him the day of the wedding. Yeah. yeah. A year before. Yeah. So he past. decided to get revenge when he heard she was getting married. Except she wasn't. Because it was this other girl. It was another. Oh, oh hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which, get it? which get the it? funny part of this is, like, throughout the show, they say it's a common name. It's like, yeah. okay, then maybe you should have been a little bit more careful. You've done a little bit more due diligence. Are they just used to that in general, too? It's not like yeah. their last names are that like drastic. Like, this, wouldn't you, like, keep going? In this sense, I find it actually translates better plot-wise to Thai television because... There's not that same overlap of last names in Thai culture as there is in Korean culture. So it's like having two people with the same name, even though in this one, their last names are spelled differently, but sound the same in the Thai remake, um, makes more sense as to why he might have fucked that up. Because what would be the odds that two people with the exact same name, who are the exact same age, who went to the exact same high school together would be, you know. But you'd think he'd at least go check out this guy and this girl on a date to make sure it's the right one, you know? like. Now, now here's here's my deal with, I'm not saying that he didn't mess up, because he did. Like, I'm not giving apologetics about that. However, all he did was advise somebody to pull their large investment from his stuff. It's yeah. not like he, so you said that he framed the dude. He didn't frame Well, kind of. He just, he messed up his work he and then set him up. He, it was bad and he shouldn't like it was awful but as far as like it did not immediately cause the guy to go to prison no 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 like, no they make it seem like you made you know the investment go away therefore he ended up in prison it's like well, i think there's some business crap in between <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing is that they're terrible with timelines. even in the first two episodes a bunch of stuff will happen in only a couple of hours and then it will be like One thing happens, and it's, like, a huge gap of time. They're not good at that pacing at all. Right. Yeah. And since it is basically a shot-for-shot remake, um, the pacing is the problem in both of them for the first couple episodes. I did find in the Thai version, they seemed to... It felt a little tighter to me. Like, they they cut seconds out of the scenes. Like, there there was bits that they were cutting out. I was like, that was shorter. That was, like... 60 seconds instead of like 75 I, seconds. I, I like, watched you know, all nine episodes of Unlucky oh, yeah. Ploy. 
it's shot for shot. Like, I mean, there are small differences, but... There, well, like, th- when I was watching it um, yesterday, there's a scene in Oh Hey Young where she's searching for a phone, and they didn't really have it, or it wasn't as long in ploy. But, like, she still came out and was like, oh, I was looking for my phone. Like, it, it, it was and still there. like, oh, here, here's the phone. Oh, yeah. On the flip side, there was a really awkward wire jump at some point in both shows for some reason the tie one was so long they made the awkward wire jump so like it was twice as long in the air (laughs) it was great like it's already a bad jump in the k-drama but the tie one was like wow you guys wanted to really show that for a long time it's like listen they decided to double down on it and go hard you know Whereas in the K-drama, the wire jump, the main female character jumping on to the male lead. And it was, as far as how high she jumped, she didn't jump extremely high. The Thai one made her do, like, this huge, like, kung fu height thing, and it was so long. They did that with the the bicycle accident, too. It was like, oh, she fell kind of thing. And then in the Thai version, it was like, whoa! And she, like, you know, went flying in the air. They're clearly, the Thai version, I think, plays it for laughs a little bit more. Like, Oh Hey Young well, tries to be a little bit more, like, serious comedy, sort of, and yeah. ploy the is more brother slapsticky. in the, the Korean version is a lot more than it is in the Thai yeah. version. Yeah. But that's probably because of that actor, because he does the same yeah. exact thing in every, yeah. the two other dramas that I've seen him in, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, might I found, be a thing. I found the uh the actor playing the brother in the Thai version to be a bit much for me personally. But like <laughs> tone it down it a, a bit, my dude. Like <laughs> to, tone it down. Okay, now this is I'm bringing it back to what Sky was mentioning earlier. Um, was that like the Thai Eric Munn or was it Jackie? <laughs> like, he looks so, like much the same so close. Except he has like a sick tattoo on his forearm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, like, why did he look exactly like I, I I didn't think they looked that much alike, but the hair, they were definitely the going hair. to hair. Yeah. The clothes, the hair and the clothes, they were trying to yeah. do exactly the same. Oh, they were even trying to do exactly the same, though. The soundtrack of it, too, is exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> I was writing down any differences that happened. No, the one I saw is that she doesn't have a sprained or broken arm mm-hmm. in yep. the Thai one, and she does in the Korean one. Yep. Yep. The, even was, down to, she has a certain type of bike in the K-drama one. Exact <laughs> type of bike. So, like, the yeah. Elmo, the fake Elmo doll. It was yeah. a little weirdly different, but, like, but like in it terms was a little of creepier in the time. Find it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. It's the same exact thing, like, as what they could find in one country. When it's like, think- it's like they didn't have the rights to show Elmo as Elmo, so they just, like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> one of the things that they noticed was different in I think it was episode two, maybe it was episode one, I don't know. Um when the brother brings his new girlfriend home, they didn't have the whole big conversation about whether she was legal or not in the um in the Thai version. In the Korean version, they had a, a really big conversation about when she's twenty one and like we want to see her, you know. Older? In the Thai version, they were just like Dude, really? Because in like, the Thai one, she seemed older. Yeah. 
She does. Also, and the Korean one, that, like, you look at it and you're like, she's a high schooler. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah exactly. I think in Thailand, uh, the age of consent is a lot lower than well, it is. Also, isn't the girl in the Korean version part of Kara or Tiara? One of the two? I can't remember ever. I think so. So yeah. I could see that being a thing that they had to do. Because um, she's an idol, so don't get it wrong. She's not playing a spicy role. Like, in terms of a high schooler going for a 30-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, 21. 21 and 33. Nice. One difference was also, in the K-drama, there was lots of cursing. Which, like, it was always very well-fitted to what was going on. Because there was a lot of... There's a lot of drama. (laughs) Everyone yelling all the time. In the Thai one, there's not much cursing, honestly. People don't curse each other out near as much as they did in the K-drama one. Which is, like, mm. almost half the fun of some of these scenes of her, like, launching into him and just cursing him out. And she I just do, doesn't do it. I find that the Korean one desperately wanted to be a melodrama and had to be a rom-com. And yeah. the Thai one wasn't that way. No, the Thai like, one I was going to be like, a rom-com. We made a rom-com non-stop there would be moments where it's like this would have been a really great melodrama oh it's been 30 seconds it's not a melodrama anymore (laughs) but like we were leaning into it i think tonally i kind of prefer the the thai one like if i'm going to finish one of them it's probably going to be the thai one because the more mellow aspect of the korean one i just hate eric moon's character like i want to punch him in the face all the time and (laughs) at least in the thai like, he feels a little bit more sort of sad and sorry in the Thai version and in the Korean version. He just seems angry all the time. Like, he's just yeah, in the he's Korean angry version, at everybody he really all the time. Like, and I'm like, Ugh. In the Korean version, he really leans in to being mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For no reason to this girl. Well, to I, everyone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. And you just, like, you don't really get that vibe as much. Like, I, okay, I've only watched the first uh, three episodes of the Thai one. But so far, he doesn't seem as much of a dick in the Thai one. And I don't... Yeah. He's still like, a dick, okay? He's still yeah. a dick. I mean, he's he's just not as like, much of one. Well, I think, I like really... Jesse said, I feel like it is... The K-drama one was towing the mellow line once in a yeah. while. Trying to, but then Yeah, he really wanted to be a mellow drama. And I was and, like oh, this is great, and then it wasn't, and I was so mad for the rest of my time (laughs) on these stupid episodes. (laughs) Well, I mean, honestly, when I'm watching it, all I keep thinking is, you know, this would be a really good revenge drama where, like, the guy, the ex-fiance gets out of prison, and the two of them, like, take Eric Munn's character for, like, all he's worth, they destroy his business and ruin his life because he ruined their life. Like, I'm like, that would be a great drama. <laughs> like, yeah. Tell me that story. There was definitely serial killer vibes on first episode mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. He does kind of have <laughs> serial. Well, yeah, you're like, where is the, 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 you know, girl he was engaged to? Maybe she's dead actually. And yeah. Getting these calls. And then it's like, why, why is he always, this, like, it's like, why is he always just, really? why is he always just re- recording his empty apartment? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, I know he can, like, see things before they happen, so this is a fantasy now, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's, like, psychic, kind of. But only about her. Yeah. 
No, that was unnecessary. Not her, just yeah, about her. Because he was psychic about the friend, the sign falling on his car. Yeah. True. Yeah. Though they kept saying it was just so that was a big lie. So the first time that he goes and visits his therapist in both shows, he's all like, "I keep having visions of this woman." And then later on, the therapist is like, "Do you have visions of anybody else?" And he's like, "No, yeah. just her." Which you're right. He first had visions well, of twice. a friend. Yeah. Because of the parking ticket and then the sign falling yeah. on the car. Yep. Was- I was just so mad about that like scene too because it was like they like made him the like I'm bored and don't want to do my job drawing yeah. on that like thing and I was that's why we were like representing like to like a psychiatrist like so cool thanks I love it. <sighs> Right. That yeah. that won't that won't make people not want to get the mental health help that they need or right. anything. Or feel right. like it's like worthless. Right. Now I'm going think... to admit that I am more okay with Eric Munn's character than you guys were. <laughs> I did not hate him near as much. Well, I only I just, watched like... the first two episodes. I can go past that, so <laughs> I did it all. <laughs> I'm on episode thirteen, I think, of the K drama one too. So I it's just like feel episode. like I don't know. I I really struggled with the concept that even once he realizes that he screwed up, he doesn't seem like he's he's not sorry that he ruined her life. He pities her that he ruined her life. He's not exactly sorry. He's just he pities her. He's kind of sorry to the guy that he ruined his life. But like he's not really sorry that he did this horrible thing. He's just sorry that he did it to the wrong people. And it's like, I know that she, you know, she's engaged to you. And I know this is a horrible thing. But, you know, a girl has the right to not marry you. She doesn't have to marry you. And to track down, like, the guy did nothing to you. He just fell in love with a girl. To me, I would find this story a lot more, I don't know, like, if he did it, if he actually did it while he was drunk. If he, while he was drunk, he went and, like, told the fiance a bunch of stuff about her or something and that caused him to Mm. break up with her or something you know like it just would make him more sympathetic that like he actually did this stupid horrible thing while he was drunk but he did but he didn't he wasn't drunk anymore when he did the thing no i think he he was the next day he got in the like elevator he he chose to do it it, it, again the pacing time jump thing like so who knows honestly i won't be able to tell you because the scene cut the scene cut is very much like you see him drunk he does the dartboard thing yeah yeah which decides the fate of the situation you know his friend is pressuring him then all of a sudden there's like no it totally is it's it's the night he's drunk they just don't show that he's like super drunk still but he's still drunk i I just find that it's the same night the friend seems more sorry about what they did than he ever does. It's, yeah, it's his personality. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not defending. I'm not saying that he's a good character. Think- to me, I enjoyed it because, to me, a lot of the people were crappy. Like, character, yeah. the characters are not great people, but I'm okay oh, with yeah. that. They don't need to be my best friends. Like, I was enjoying just yeah. watching them mess up each other's lives, kind of. No, like, I'm awful. I'm, I'm, I think that they're, as a character, he's he's fine. It makes sense. But, like, maybe slightly less sociopathic would have made <laughs> me enjoy their romance a bit more. I mean, I obviously haven't watched as much as all of you, but, like, 
the psychopath in the the story is her mom and she was the comedic relief and so that like put me off I hate that like and I even like wrote down in my notes I figured out why I prefer crime dramas over anything else because like the person who's actually that terrible gets suffered yeah is the bad guy who suffers consequences and it's not the comedic relief that we all like but like that's cool it's she's like completely like emotionally manipulative and also like physically abusive to like not only her to everyone else and like it's Mm. not being treated and like it's probably did it to the father because the father's very complacent in especially the korean version i'm like no this is not any of this is fun for me like it was a terrible experience (laughs) like (laughs) like, oh the mother character i really have no sympathy for either because in that first scene where your daughter comes home and just starts stuffing her face right before the day of her wedding, you know, if you know your kid at all, you yeah, should be like... you cared about your kid at all. Like, yeah, you should be like, something the fuck is up. Yeah. Like, if yeah. I had done that, my mom would have been like, something has Hang happened. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And it's like... It, they could just ask, hey, why did this happen? Please mm-hmm. tell me the truth. I love you no matter what. And then that would have solved all. But then, then that wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have, they would have <laughs> kicked her out of the house. She would have ended up living in his closet, essentially. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. everything is really based on their, like, we on gotta the make that... these characters do what we want the story yeah. to go for. It's like everything is sort of based on the mother making really mean decisions. That's the the plot I device that really. Find, again, I find her marginally more sympathetic in the Thai version for some reason, but maybe it's just because I actually got into like the third episode in the Thai one, and I haven't gone that far in the K drama one. So you see a little bit of like the mom actually being concerned for her daughter and stuff. So like, maybe that's why I, I mean, I'm a little more sympathetic to her, but as the plot goes on, she, the truth is eventually revealed as it always gets, you know, yeah, and, and she feels really awful about how awful she was. And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been so awful to begin it with. It doesn't, yeah. <laughs> that but doesn't like, at that point, it doesn't like excuse anything that she's done. But it yeah. should never be t- yeah, because they were like, yeah. oh, she's like taking off her like apron and doing all this stuff, and then like the the husband will rush in and be like, you know, like try to stop her very funny comedic way, and I'm like, this mm-hmm. doesn't sit right for me at all. No, I agree with that. I think that even just the main four people, as far as the two couples, depending mm-hmm. on how you look at couples, none of them were like great people. Which so people that watch dramas that they only want to see dramas that exhibit like really friendly characters that they would want to be best friends with or they're trying to self-project into mm-hmm. this is not yeah. a drama yeah. for yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. that, that this ain't it chief this ain't yeah. it yeah <laughs> to me it's a drama that you hear about a lot people talk about their great chemistry and stuff which i think there's that one kiss that like i see yeah. the clips of all the time and i'm like okay there's a hot kiss but like one hot kiss does not great chemistry make um, it's not, you know. What they're really saying is that one years. kiss had good chemistry. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't watch 18 hours of a drama just for one good kiss, for the promise of a kiss, because if you're not <laughs> enjoying the rest of it, that kiss is not going to be enough payoff. I, I feel like, like this I, is one of those dramas that people, you know, I, 
when it was airing, they were really, really, really into it. Like everybody talking together and, you know, and it maybe doesn't age as well as. Since I've watched up to episode 13 and I am going to finish it. Mm -hmm. I think they do have decent chemistry as time Mm -hmm. goes on. Like, of course. It's better than the first two episodes. Like, yeah. I mean, she does a good job with chemistry, like, that I've seen her. Like, yes. she's definitely known for that, so. And I thought he oh, yeah. was really, like, again, the characters themselves are crappy people. A lot of the chemistry is very much hinged on a lot of their conflict. I mean, because yeah. they're trying to do the mellow thing. Yeah. So, it's it's not just that I think that there's a fair bit of chemistry, but a lot of it is conflict. Like, it's a lot of conflict stuff and takes about three days for them to finally get over a fight, you know, just a lot of the very typical K-drama stuff that we've seen in a lot what of I, what I love about What I love about it is when you're watching it, I, I sometimes do this in shows where I then, like, project my my thoughts. It's like, how long would this relationship last? Oh, past and the end oh, of Don't this ever show. do that with any K-drama <laughs> we're talking about. Ooh, not feeling it. Not feeling it. Oh... I am curious to see with this one because I noticed that and on my drama list, it says that uh, Oh Hey Young is 18 episodes. Um, Unlucky Ploy is 20 episodes. So I'm curious to see where it starts going separate at some point. There has to be scenes that aren't in the other one because there's whole extra episodes. So it's definitely not like it has to be past episode nine because all of <laughs> I I watched it and it's shot for shot until then. So I don't does, know. Does Thai dramas do what sometimes Japanese dramas do, especially like on streaming sites where they randomly break up an episode? Like so they'll be going and it's like forty five minutes, forty five minutes, forty five minutes, and then like uh, like part and episode into two half hours and then so much not not usually so it could it could get wild at the end there (laughs) like who knows one thing that I really really liked and I mean this was like the very very beginning but the very 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 beginning of the very first episode I really really loved the way they did the transitions between their two scenes because he was doing the sound effects for a scene and like she was not the actress in the movie that he's doing a scene for, but all his sound effects like worked for what she was doing in her scene. And they kept going back and forth between them. I really liked that. I thought it was really neat. And I kind of wish they did that more throughout the drama, like that there were more scenes like that where he was working in the office and like it was corresponding to something else that was going on elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Cause that was a really neat thing. Mm -hmm. But it, it, that 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 was well filmed. I just wish there was there was more of it. But you know, I also wish there was suddenly a serial killer because that would have made this like fifty times okay. more enjoyable. S- since I was writing down any difference I saw between the two in episode three, there's a night stalker person that he sees in a vision, like walking behind her in both instances. Mm-hmm. In the Thai version, he has a knife. Like he draws Whoa. a knife. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's where we get those other episodes. <laughs> the, the stalker returns. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's like a knife. 
<laughs> what do you have? A knife! No! <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about how it's going to end tie-wise. I really, I've enjoyed binging another Oh Hey Young because, like, I just accepted that everyone was crappy people, and I'm like, let's just see what they do to each other, shall we? <laughs> I mean, it's, like, so popular that it was a musical. Really? Like, Dara from 21 I would get is, was in that. I could kind of see how musical numbers would actually kind of work in this. I, I, I could see it. I'm actually kind of surprised that the Thai version doesn't do it. Like, it feels <laughs> like the kind time. of thing a Thai drama would do. <laughs> Oh, and the French that was used was actually pretty decent in the K-drama version, for the record. It's true, it was. It was, actually. Can confirm, the French was solid. I'm getting a kick out of another Hoi Young, and it was fun to see if there was a difference with the Thai Mm. one. But, Mm. like, at some point I was was pretty much just confirming, it's like, yep, this shot's the same. It's the same. Same. Yeah. And I I mean, like, if you're already going to watch it, like, then what's the point of, like, shooting with both of them? That's where I'm at. I think I might finish Unlucky Ploy. I might keep watching that one because I'm enjoying that one more. And I think that's the thing. If you want to watch one, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. if it sounds like something you'd be into, that's cool. Go for it. And maybe you probably don't need to watch Unlucky Ploy if you've already watched Oh Hey Young. Yeah. Unless if you're you... just a big fangirl of it. Yeah. And then you can yeah. it. And maybe die. if you really love it. And... Because, like, in terms of, like, Thai shows, you know how I previously said that most Thai remakes are, like, the the budget version? This actually is pretty well filmed. Like, yeah, I should have looked. I, I would even is it say actually one of the... Netflix produced? Oh, it might I'm be. I'm not sure. I saw CJ Entertainment. Yeah. So that, that was oh, some okay. money. I thought even um, one aspect that of the Thai one... Her boss, the sister slash boss, she dresses better. Like, she is, I don't know, like, more, I don't know, more fashionista or something. Like, she just, she's more striking somehow in the Thai version to me. But I I kind of enjoy that character in both of the dramas. Like, she's kind of, the boss is kind of crazy, but I like it. With Jennifer. Yeah, with Jennifer. I thought it was fun to see her in that role. The the cast of the Korean Oh Hey Young is wow. It's yeah, it is a good cast. There's some some big names on there. People that you will have seen before. You know, like I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I really enjoy the actor who plays the the best friend. Mm -hmm. I like him. Oh yeah, really good for those comedic roles. Mm -hmm. Kim Ji Suk. Yeah. Yes. And if you if you watched My Shy Boss and were wondering why he played her husband on that show as a cameo, this show may answer that question for you. I enjoyed Eric Munn's acting. I thought he was pretty expressive given that he's still a really subdued character. Aside from the fact that he's really yelly. Again, <laughs> I think it, I think it's the melodrama thing and I, but I thought he sold it pretty well cuz that's what they were trying to yeah. go for. Like I said, I prefer that character, the way he's portrayed in the Thai version, but that's not to say that like Eric Munn's not doing a good job with what he's doing. That's just a different direction. Like Jesse was saying earlier about, you know, you can do a shot for shot, but like different actors are going to bring different things to a role and you're going to, 
you know, connect with one in ways that you don't connect with the other or connect Mm -hmm. with them differently. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing, right? Mm. Yeah. Just as a side note, because I just saw it, uh, it says the series held the record highest audience rating for a TVN Monday, Tuesday show and became one of the highest rated Korean dramas in cable television history. The drama was extended by two episodes and two specials. I did assume with an 18 episode that it must have had an extension because I especially like pretty a 20 sure it was too popular to have been cut down from a 20 episode. I know for me, the thing that made me keep binging it pretty quick was like, okay. He's such a bad dude. Like, just, he's a jerk. So it's like, how is he going to come back from that? <laughs> Where's like, the redemption arc? <laughs> and how is this going to work? Because you know it's going to work. But, like, how was the question? So I mean, they go, it, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, okay, okay. The show definitely <laughs> has some mystery in, like, a variety of different ways. I can see yeah. where you're like, where is this going? Want to watch more and more and more. Where's the turning point for this character to be okay with this? Because, like, yeah. what point, yeah. once the truth hits on all fronts, it's like, how are we going to recover this? Yeah, you guys are how do you get back to... from that? Yeah, so it's, uh... I can it's, see how it's that's, like, John, candy the ratings, like... It's, it's the John Mulaney, like, a lot of people are going to have to get real cool about a lot of stuff real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that one character set that I'd be totally fine with not even existing in the show, either one, was the mom. Mm. I mean, I understand how she's, well, his mom. I understand how she's a device for obvious reasons. But, yeah, I mean, just having a really gold digger type mom is just not a fun, And you know, how many times do we have to explore that in how many episodes? Like, yeah that enjoyable well, I guess that's the good thing is the showing that they've got terrible moms so that's how they became those type of people like too like yeah, it's not know, like a product like, of who you're raised by even oh hey young she's selfish like mm. there's some victim mentality there's some selfishness you know no one is totally innocent <laughs> during the flashback when they were like she was talking about like being the you know the other miss the Oh, they weren't friends with her and they obviously like the other girl more, but they never were actually terrible, like especially even like Korean bully terrible. And when like that point when she gets hit in the head, like everybody rushes to help her and they and like you would have expected no one to have like yelled her name about that, the ball coming to hit her. They yell for her. She just isn't going to like respond to it because she's been conditioned not to respond to her name because it's never her. The other, oh, hey, it's there. She's helping her. They, like, make sure that she's okay. Like, a swarm of people come to make sure that she's yeah. okay. And I was just like, for someone who says that they're, like, outcast so ridiculously in school, you had it great. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> well, like, when they do the, um, when she goes to the, the reunion, like, everybody's happy to see her. It, yeah. it wasn't like she's awkward or like yeah. they're all like there, there's some joking like oh we thought it was gonna be the other hey young but we're glad it's you like they like they're yeah. nice to her they're happy she's there they're joking around with her they're, they like, knew she was like gonna be married like they they know a lot and like definitely don't she's not a like a, a foreign person to them she even says it she's like oh i didn't talk until after co- high school i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i get it we all have our issues but yeah 
It, it, it has, like, the real, that easy. seems like a you problem, you know, energy to it. I was you just, like, just, shocked. You could have like, just wow. given yourself a nickname, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Like, call me P-Dog. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> like, I guess we were, like, used to it. Like, like in my school, there would be, like, a ton of Jessies and Jessicas, like, and we all, like, figured out what our names were going to be. Or, like, you know? Yeah. There was I always, like, was- at least two. One class I had five Amandas in my class like it was you know you, you figured it out really quick figure it out yeah, yeah. You, have, you know you have little nicknames so to me not there's really no character in the Korean version that's really blameless and you don't really I mean you get that tie side and it's funny so it's shot for shot but I agree that as far as because the Korean drama goes a little a little more mellow at times you get some stronger personality flavors at some points, mm-hmm. I think, during the show. Mm. So so you see a little bit more of the selfishness exhibited in Oh Hey Young than you will really get on the Thai side of Ploy's stuff. Because she pretty much goes between either being kind of silly, you know, she does the comedic stuff, or mm-hmm. she's still kind of pretty subdued. I don't know. It's just, you see a little bit more of it K-drama side, I think. Even the... The pretty Oh Hey Young, she has some stuff going on. Everyone has some stuff going on. Well, Everyone I mean, I needs to be in therapy with a therapist that actually no pays attention to what they're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, you saying that the um the other Oh Hey Young has issues. Like, I mean, I would assume so. Like, you don't just wake up on the day of your wedding and decide I don't want to get married for no reason. There's, okay. You know. <laughs> So the two things that bugged me throughout the entire show so far have been, again, he did not directly throw that other guy in prison. So, like, mm-hmm. that dude still chose to break up with Oh Hey Young. That was that dude's choice. Yeah, he could have just told the truth. He yeah, should know. You know, there should have been some more communication there. So mm-hmm. that's a thing. But then mm-hmm. the other couple, it's like, and spoiler, it's because the his mom was abusive towards her. Surprise, surprise. It was awful, awful, to where that should have been a conversation. Yeah, he should have said, like, he doesn't like his mom either. So he should have, like, been like, you know what? We don't need to have a relationship with her because she's terrible. Like, I get it. Like, you know, culturally speaking, that's, like, a big deal. But, like. There's limits, you know. That's their limits, like, and it's like not everyone in Korea is doing that. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that Oh Hey Young should have eventually said something about your mom is being horrific. Let's especially do when he doesn't have like a good relationship with her. It's not like she, yeah she was like his best friend because I could see that when you're like. I can't say anything because, like, he worships the He's ground that she close. walks on, yeah. and no, it's he, the mom. That's not yeah. like her. But that's a, if that's not going to happen, then... Also, and, and even when after- she's, like, revealing the truth, so that oh Young's like, supposedly revealing the truth of, like, blah, 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 there's this recording. Anyway, she still never brings up that the mom was awful. Like, she never yeah. reveals it. It is not oh. revealed that the mom is awful. It's like... Everyone needs to just sit down and talk. Communication. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of like definitely goes back to this show. Definitely leaned on. I want events to happen, so I'm making my characters do those things to yeah. create those events, which mm-hmm. is not a thing I like to see because 
I like characters, so I'd be fine watching all terrible people on screen. When it's, like, clear that, like, everybody's motivation is because of a predestined thing that the writer put in. You're like, oh, okay. Mm. Okay. The only way in my head it makes sense that she would um, tell the guy who's telling her that he's going to cancel the wedding the day before that she wants to take all the blame for, like, she would have been a different person. It didn't make sense for her, the character that they established, that be her response well, I actually, I, like, sort of get it, because um, she resents the fact that she feels like she's incredibly unlucky. So this just feels like another thing in a long line of, oh, bad shit happens to me all the time. So she's like, well, it's going to be my choice this time. It's not just, like, fate being mean to me. I'm going to be the one that's like, I'm not a loser. I wanted to dump him. He's the loser. But then she, but then realistically, because of her character not really being up yeah. to snuff in order to yeah. execute that fully. Yeah, to execute. So still, it fails. Still allows her family to steamroll over her because of it. You know, society. I mean, it's definitely like a product of like emotional abuse, but also like, do I think that the writer actually was leaning in towards like, she has abuse, uh, like emotional abuse because of her terrible mother. No, because they wouldn't have the, the mother be as comedic as what. So like, that's like me, like trying to make sense of what's going on. I just still don't believe that her, especially at the time, especially when she were given that that would be her response. I feel like she wouldn't, have immediately said that I just I also don't I don't really see why because as far as how it plays out and stuff it doesn't really help or hurt no yeah it would have been better if it was him bringing up because then like you know look at what this dick did like what I'm not look who who would do such a look at this man what a bad man but no now it's just like oh what a bad woman the only reason is, like, I would assume the reason that she says that is so that the writer can make it so that she never actually figure out that he's going to jail. And she's still, like, the time that I watched it, she still hadn't known she he was in jail. So that's the only reason he she would say it that way is because then it, pro, like, produces a storyline where yeah. she's not going to actually contact him or, like, look him up. Because, like, if it was a revenge plot, she would already looked him up and, like, try to figure out stuff. And then she would have known that he was in jail. But, like, this bypasses that. So, again, it's just they have what they want. But <laughs> and like, I know that a lot I know, of people because do this. When, I'm when aware you, of it. And also when you, like, look at his character, like, as time goes on, he seems like the kind of guy who would sit her down and be like, listen, these charges are totally false. Like, it's all a big misunderstanding. I'm not going to be going, like, I'm going to be booked and indicted, but I'm not going to be convicted because like there's really I didn't do anything so I'm gonna get out of jail soon like let's just postpone you know and I he see, seems like the kind of guy who would do that so it, you're just like he had actually said that that I could see her responding with well let me say that it's me who's breaking off the, yeah that yeah. makes sense for her character I guess it would be a cultural thing but like they also do it in the Thai version is I don't like the way that you eat or whatever it is you would expect then that that would translate somewhere. I don't yeah, know. like, yeah. It, it would make more sense in a more mellow of a show that if she had, like, a history of eating disorders or something, that a con- like, he would know that a comment like that would be, like, a real yeah, devastator. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. So even if he was trying to get her out, like, he would have said something else, too. Like, I don't Just know. Just, like, I don't, I don't love you, like... 
I'm not in love with you. I have another woman. Like, I have yeah. another man. We're in the Thai version. It can go either way. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like just anything. Like, I'm moving to a different country and I don't want yeah, you with me. I, I then have, she would know he was in jail then still. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm being nitpicky, too. Same lines, too, though. The, um, like, the male lead, um, as we get to know him and see how rotten his relationship is with his mother, I feel like, to me, like, I kind of would have expected his wedding day to go kind of differently. I almost expect that, given their relationship and what kind of character he is, that he would have assumed his mother had something to do with it. What did you do? Like, even different than his brother. He just is annoyed by his brother, who's just a fuck up stupid person like that's yeah. really what it boils down to with them but he actually like resents how yeah. terrible his mother is so like it's like with, with the brother he's like oh you're just a stupid fuck up like oh yeah just, you annoy me but with the mother he's like i fucking hate you like <laughs> yeah i don't like anything human. that you do like well yeah. that's the thing so the pretty quote-unquote oh hey young would have been aware of this like, if right. yeah. no, she, she could have said, like, yeah, yes, your mom shouldn't be together because I was not a good relationship because they don't know anything about them. So maybe. So from square one, the mom didn't approve of the marriage. And then all of a sudden the bride goes missing. Who do you think could have caused this? Now, let's put two and two together. Let's use our, you know, our big boy brain. <laughs> At the same time, why didn't she speak up? Because her personality is the type that would have said something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though she has a rough past, too. Like, her parents didn't love her and all this stuff. So. They always have a rough past. Yeah. There's always you know, two sides to every story. No, there is. But at the same time, there's like a point in your life. Where that can't be used as an excuse anymore. And you have to just be like, maybe it's me. And so she decided to pretty much fall off the face of the earth. And then when she shows up a year later, it's like, I missed you. Let's get back together. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter what happened. Like, why? (laughs) You just can't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You removed yourself from the plane of existence. Now you're back. Okay. And then there's actually a lot of discussion, too, of, like, appearance. Like, she's the pretty one, and the other one's not as pretty. Yeah. Except that they're both very (laughs) good-looking. But they're both, like, at the same level, too. Like, there's not even, like, even, like, the flashback time. And, like, she may have, like, like, asleep a lot of the time. Like, you know, giving her messy hair and putting some glasses doesn't actually, like... (laughs) It's like it's like uh she's all that all that yeah. again. You know, like okay, like she's not sure. Clark Kent here, like you can still see she's good looking. I always you know what I always love that about shows like this where it's like, oh, like she's so ugly until you know and you're just like looking and you're like, in no world would anyone look at but, this woman but and honestly, be like, like if she actually was viewed that way, no one had, would have talked to her. Like, in real life, mm-hmm. that's what would have happened at that school. Yeah. No one would have talked to her. She would not have the incident where, like, people were, like, worried about her getting hit by the ball. Like, if yeah. she actually 
the people around her perceived her as that way. And I understand that, like, it, the show could show that, like, you know, her perception of herself is different. But, like, still, like... As somebody who wore glasses all through high school and had friends and dated, um, putting glasses really, on doesn't, like... That was never the automatically thing. turn men off. It doesn't... No, it's, it's really not... I'm not entirely sure why that became a trope because it's literally never been the case. It's never the case and nobody ever thinks it's the case. So we're all collectively yeah. going, what? <laughs> yeah, so every time it's like, eh, four, it's like, eh, four eyes. I'm like, literally nobody says this. Like, <laughs> They would already saying mean things to the person. Like, they, Yeah, that would just be another thing. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. the thing, you know? Yeah, it wouldn't be their only, like, retort. Their they would actually, thing. like, be, like, constantly going after the person, which that happens, but... Yeah, but it's just like, okay, yeah, my eyes suck. What of it? <laughs> so, so do, like, half the people in this school, like... <laughs> you yeah, know what these glasses allow glasses. me to do? Sit in the back instead of the front like, yeah, that's, come on, let me be. But so, but even in the present time, it becomes a lot of this like, oh, she's still prettier than me, and oh, we're both wearing a red scarf, but she's hers is prettier, and we're being compared because we're both wearing red scarves. Like it just, there's this continuous like appearance appraisal. It is not fun. Get over I did not it. like that. Get over it, girl. Like just like then, that's a you but, problem. But I mean, every. Like, Everyone around her also did treat her like that, though. So even, it was an event, the coworker event stuff. And the coworkers, because they're drunk and they're jerks, they would say stuff like, take off your scarf, you're not as pretty as her. So, like, she gets crap from the people around her, too. But, like, also, what like, an absolutely like, shitty thing to say to someone. Take off a scarf, you're not as pretty. Like, <laughs> a scarf. Like, what? that's, that's what I'm saying. affect your attractiveness it, in any it, way. It, it's a very tired thing that comes up periodically. It's like, okay, I'm done with this discussion. Like, blah. Everybody's different and everybody's like mental like health is different. So like, yes, they could never get over it. Something that like most people could get over, someone could not get over. It just wasn't presented in the show as actually like what could have been happening. They just want it to be presented, right. perceived as that way. And, you know, it has the trope sheen to it. It, it, is, it is all a trope thing. This is the shorthand for her thinking that she's not good enough. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Pretty this one is, the ordinary She's one. the poor girl that, like, right. you know, they they got to get the trope in there somehow. Tie side, though. So, Ploy, she's unlucky rather than just being ordinary. Yeah. So, a lot of it has to do with, like, luck and just crap happening to her. Oh, hey, young crap happens to her, too. But it's it's always like, I'm the ordinary one. I'm not the pretty one, is what a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff mm-hmm. is. In the Thai one, bad stuff actively happens. happens. Yeah. yeah. You just actively feel slightly cursed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, like, not like horribly cursed. Just like... But it's just like looming. It's just there yeah. in the back of the... <laughs> it's like, if something bad's going to happen to someone... It'll be her. Probably gonna be her, you know? Yeah. And actually, and I sort of feel that because I'm kind of the same way. Like, bad things happen to me all the time. Just not, not like horrible things, just like little dumb things happen, inconvenient things. But instead of becoming uh, absorbed in a strange victim complex about it, I have chosen instead to find humor in all of this and be like, I'm cursed, it's fine. It's fine. 
They all need to go to therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's enjoyable for some people. Like I said, yeah, I'm yeah, actually totally. enjoying watching it. I'm not. I can understand why people like it. Like that's not. Yeah. Definitely, it, like my hatred is not and, for other people, and I don't expect just, that from other people. Just because you enjoy a sh- a show over here for like, oh, I love every aspect of it. You know, I like the characters. That the characters would be my best friends, and I really like them, and all these things. Then you can also enjoy a show that's like the opposite. Like these yeah. people are crappy. They're all awful to each other and need help. But like. If you're still having fun with it, it's fine. Hmm. Yeah, I re- yeah, I re- no, like I enjoyed it when I watched it, like because you get. I mean, it's one of those a lot shows. Of people did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those shows that like really sucks you in. Like once you're just like, I gotta see where this goes. I got like like, I like what like what the crap is he gonna do next? Like it's what a lot yeah. of it. Oh, I'm intrigued, and I like don't want to watch it, but like I'm still <laughs> mm-hmm. like intrigued. Like hmm, maybe I'll just like look up spoilers just to get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, oh, they overcome that hurdle. Okay, how do you overcome the next one? Because that's a doozy. You know, like, each yeah. one's like, that's yeah. a doozy. Which, because real people would not be in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> no way that this would be a thing. And I wanted to bring up Mac Jong earlier, because it's not. It's not Mac Jong at all. Mm-hmm. You no. could take this plot and make it that way. Yeah. Like, actually, <laughs> play up it both moms more. Sure. The moms, I would say, are living in a Mac Jong. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if the show had, like, played up the mom as the villain, it would have, the show would have been a better show. Like, yeah, I, I feel like another Oh Hey Young, so the K-drama one, they did play him up as the villain more, which I'm yeah. not saying he wasn't one of them, but... but. The moms, let's talk about the moms, and definitely his mom. His mom yeah. is even a villain him constantly. But again, they make her comedic, and all these, it's like, no. These comedic moms that are crappy moms are not funny. <laughs> oh, I'm going to mention, Eric Munn is a part of Xinhua, too. Yes. yes. People <laughs> might not be aware of that. Just because I didn't start paying attention to K-pop in second gen, I have to, like, retroactively learn these things. Like, because I was like, man, he kind of looks vaguely familiar. And I haven't seen a ton of their stuff by any means, but I'm like... So then when I was looking him up in MDL, I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, shall we talk about what's what's happening in K-drama land right now? Things things are happening. Or, or, or not, not happening. <laughs> There's a lack of things happening. <laughs> South Korea's virus numbers have increased. And they they take different measures. You know, every country takes different measures on things. So a lot of the production companies for a lot of the K-dramas and a lot of the variety shows and even music shows, too. So like a K-drama will halt production right now. So it's not as if the K-drama is canceled. None none of the K-dramas are canceled. It's just that everyone's kind of in a holding pattern Mm because they should be around each other right now. It'll be interesting to see on each drama and on each variety show when that shoe falls because you don't know how far ahead they've recorded what Mm. they can air. So like an example is Flower of Evil. Probably all the dramas are suspended, like if you had to say, unless it was pre-produced. Things I saw said um, because on one or two dramas, somebody tested positive and 
some of those crews were working on multiple dramas, like, you know, yeah. members of special effects and stuff. So they were in contact, even though nobody at this mm-hmm. drama has tested positive, some of the crew was on the other site last week or something. So they might have been exposed. And so now we got to, like, just, we're just going to settle everybody down for a bit and see mm-hmm. how what happens. Whatever was the initial one. SBS's, I think, was the initial one that, like, the first person, the actor, tested positive. At that company, one of the daycare workers tested positive as well. So it's not just the, like, stuff we're hearing about, like, the crew and the cast. There were actual, like, admin people Mm -hmm. at that company that was testing. And so that's when it became, like, an issue, too, because it was kind of everywhere and it's not just like contained to like just those filming people and theater side too so i think one of the actors was currently or recently in a theater production Mm -hmm. and they pretty much halted every musical right now yeah i did read when it comes to like for instance the k-pop music shows i'm not saying that they're all exactly in the same building but they're pretty much in the same area group of buildings so that's a thing too so again you can imagine that staff and people are between even even if you're just talking the k-pop groups for that matter mm. they hop to all these different buildings well, yeah it, if you yeah. think about it like especially like if you've never watched a music show they don't just perform and go away they'll do extra things like little interviews with the hosts and the hosts are idols of different groups there's a lot of yeah. mingling and that mm-hmm. happens and these all require, you know, crew members. It's hard. And then also if Korea jumps to category three, they can't have 10 people, more than 10 people in a space at all. So like that would be a, a I, thing. I read, I read one place that it was category three, but I thought, but I, I'm not going to swear on that. Seventeen needs to like do something. <laughs> yeah, and they'd like divide off. <laughs> NCT and seventeen and yeah. so on down the list of the large groups. But I, def- definitely the dramas I feel like all of them are halted as far as ones that aren't pre produced. Which mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, over the years there's been a rise of pre produced ones. What was interesting was that Netflix Korea was the first production company to be like, Well, we're not you know, we're not Yeah, they were like Nope. <laughs> We're not going to mess with this at all. <laughs> like, no. But I guess they're also in, the, like, the best. Netflix Korea is just a subsidiary of Netflix. So, like, it's not like their entire company has yeah. really stopped. And, they're, they're, you know, their revenue is people streaming <laughs> older shows. So, like, Netflix is good. Netflix is prime for this time. Mm, yeah. Right. So, if you were watching an on-air thing... You might have a delay, or you might not be able to keep yeah. school nurse files, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was completely pre-produced because there's a lot of effects in that. So that one looks um, trippy it looks as hell, crazy. There's yeah. um, Gum's show finished. Yep. Record right, of you right before. Oh, <laughs> I was I was sweating on that one, guys, because like I'm really <laughs> excited for that show, and they're like, oh, he's gonna enlist at the end of the month, and we're not producing right now. I'm like, this is crappy. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. But no, he was. They were able to finish his filming and stuff. So yay! Um, and, I did see that uh, Netflix is going to be airing 
Hashtag Alive, which is the zombie flick we talked about uh-huh. in our summer horror episode. Yeah. So if that's something you want. That's yeah. pretty awesome because didn't wasn't that in theaters like like just the was, summer, wasn't it? Like, June. It came out in June. Yeah. That that's a pretty good Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's And maybe it's because of the current situation, but we're just gonna enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll take it. So mm-hmm. it's a great time to look at your to be watched list or your mm-hmm. on hold list. Like I'm a really bad on hold list person. I do that a lot. This is your time. <laughs> yeah. Good time to check out C dramas because a lot of Chinese dramas, most Chinese dramas are pre produced. So there's a lot of stuff that's still sort of currently airing because it's been done for six months. It looks like finally. They might finally actually release The Wolf, which they've been, like, advertising for, like, two <laughs> years and has been sitting on a shelf. But, like, I think they're now, they're like, well, we're not making anything new. So, like, let's get the stuff off the shelves. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. And yeah. if you want to, like, delve into, like, a, a weekender or a daily drama this on is like your Coco, time. This, is the, <laughs> this is the time to do it, my dudes. <laughs> okay. Just for my own entertainment what's your guess on how many dramas i have on hold when i say on hold things that i have actually watched at least one episode of usually i thought you meant like Uh, on hold that you were currently watching that like it's not suspended because of current no no sorry like Uh, 36 i'm gonna go with 53 oh i was gonna say 54 so you guys are so nice that you have such faith in me (laughs) 106. 89. Wow. And so, some of these, some of these are like, I'm midway through them. Wow. But some of them are like two, three episodes. Well, I only have go. 34 on mine. I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, you guys should but, feel really okay. good about yourself. This is also but, like, time to clear out your list, too. Like, yes. you know, really assessing. Little spring cleaning in the fall. Maybe update your profile. <laughs> Right. Okay, okay, okay. But, but, on my plan to watch list, (laughs) now. Okay, let's take that story. All right, take your bets. How many are are on my current, that I haven't updated in like two months? On my plan to watch list. I'm going to go 250 for you. Because mine's like 400 or something stupid, but like you've watched a lot more than I've watched. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, hand to watch 406. You're all being very kind. It's actually only 344. <laughs> and you know what? Knowing me, I will get through them all. I don't sleep. I'm at three of them. Some of them are movies, though. In my yeah. Do you want to know my plan to watch? Yeah, what's your plan? Oh boy. You have a guess? Oh, Jessie plan to watch. She she probably is really serious about what she (laughs) thought about. One hundred and ninety-six. I will go two twenty. Oh, I don't know. Uh, 300. <laughs> Even. You've, been, you've got a cutoff number and you, you weed them out when they get there. I don't know how to, how to respond to this because it's 66. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm the closest. <laughs> she's more she's more selective than we uh, thought. No, it's like you know, I I was just thinking she also has found a lot of stuff that she was serious about watching. <laughs> oh, apparently I did a little bit of a like a spring cleaning this year because my plan to watch list only has less than 300 dramas in it there's like 75 movies as well but like dramas there's like fewer than 300 what are we gonna we should call this something like the covid (laughs) cleaning no it does it it sounds very wrong and and messed Mm. up to put covid in it but like you know kind of like spring cleaning but yeah. like with your drama list, like get through it. Maybe pick like what you have on hold. Maybe pick the one that you have like watched the most episodes of and watch that this week. Yep. <laughs> maybe that's like baby. Maybe stuff. maybe you should find a structured like a couple things like that, like a challenge. Like every week, the challenge would be let let's we'll think on that. But you could also do it like you could put it in the slot that it had aired in that like you now don't have an airing show and because it's on hold so like if it was a monday tuesday drama that's when you watched that yeah. drama should be a name for that too yeah probably time travel because like you're <laughs> kind of living it in real time <laughs> we'll think on it and i don't know if we wanted to mention or not but you know near and dear to the nuna's hearts Kim Won Hae has mm-hmm. tested positive for the COVID, but he's yeah. apparently doing very well. He's in a like isolation in the hospital, and he's the press releases say so far he's doing very well, and he has sort of sounds like like minimal symptoms at the time. So if you're like, you know he's getting better. To me, it sounds like he he had a need to be in the hospital, so that's one level of something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Because everything will crumble without him. Uh, yes. That's why all the dramas have to go on hold. It's because yes. he's in yeah. all yeah. of them. Yeah. And, you know. What I, thought, what I thought was funny is that when the news broke, someone immediately tweeted, are the Nunas okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. You couldn't it. Oh, my God. I, I laughed so hard. I was like, no. The answer is oh no, no. We're not we're okay. Not okay. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my husband I'm like I, I was trying to be like it's kind of like if Betty White tested positive but not as old like yeah yeah kind of like that he's like okay because <laughs> I was trying to explain <laughs> the importance of him on hey <laughs> um I will say uh very quickly that a lot of Japanese dramas have also been canceled or held back because it they they have been seeing a, a rise of numbers especially in the entertainment both music and acting I've like it's almost daily that I see a new person show up that's mm-hmm. tested positive so I, I assume like it's going to continue on being a closing for Japan as well how is kind Thai stuff been handling reopen it? stuff and like the Thai dramas and stuff have started shooting stuff again like they were on a break for a while and they're shooting stuff again but like they have rules about like no kissing and and stuff. So get ready, there'll be more high fives. And... <laughs> I don't know, man, because I I am watching still together and they kissed. So and there was also a shower scene. 
I don't know how strict these I'm rules are. A little behind, are. so. Well, that one Filipino one that I've been watching, Game Boys, it was so popular and doing so well that they decided to extend it for three episodes, but then, like, things got worse COVID-wise, so then they had to, like, take a break, so then there was, like, two or three weeks off, and then they're like, okay, now we can, like, keep getting I was like, okay. Something interesting about some of the K-Variety shows I've been watching, you know how they'll do graphics for, like, even Korean words, you know, like, they'll They'll put mm-hmm. cute stuff at the bottom or explain mm-hmm. things or whatever. And, of course, I see it in subtitles. But they quite often have been putting th- the past while. Like, if they do something that kind of seems maybe sketchy to us now, like if you're thinking social distancing or if it has anything to do with food or anything that you're like, that needs to be disinfected, like they will say, this has been appropriately disinfected or this was before social distancing <laughs> rules were there. You know, like they they really try to... Yeah. cover their butts a lot. I think that's good socially to be like, you know, we were taking care of things. Don't worry about the people that are in this scene. And I, I forgot to mention this once. I have actually saw, I want to say it was Lost Romance. Mm-hmm. They actually talked about COVID within the show. Oh, wow. Interesting. The context was, I think it was just like a business meeting type thing. And I want to say it was that. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But, like, there was just a meeting, and there was a presentation, and they were trying to just really sell something. And within it, it was, like, during this time, and it and they pretty much said something about virus or pandemic or something. And then they kind of moved on from that. But, like, they they had, like, a conversation about it. I was like, huh, that's the first time I'd seen a drama say it. Well, that, like, that Game Boy is a major plot point is the Mm. pandemic in that one same with hello strangers well hello strangers not as much but like the base concept of it is oh all classes are online now so you have to work on these group projects and i'm the teacher pairs them up and they have to work together online even though they Mm. didn't know each other game boys has like a a full-on plot line like a character is sick like with covid and like in the hospital and stuff so like they've got a whole it's like an actual, almost like a character in the in the drama. Well, we got way serious, but it's because yeah. uh, this is what's happening. That's why we're bringing it up. We weren't trying to be like, you know, downer about it. But realistically, if you're watching a non-air drama, it's probably going to not be airing for a little bit here in a but little bit. But guess so. what? We have a ton of genre episodes specific. Yes. Uh, yes, with we do. lots of dramas that are already completed and done mm-hmm. and ready to watch. So don't worry. If you ha- need like a little push, you need a little direction, we probably they have a, a genre for you. And we have lists on like on my drama list. If you go to our my drama list account, um, we have lists of like do you like this kind of drama? You should go check it out. Are you interested in starting sea dramas? We have a list of starter sea dramas for you. Like, we've got lists. So if you're curious mm-hmm. and you want something to watch that's already completed, go have a look at what we've we watched. You. We got you, fam. We got you. <laughs> if you find yourself, like, listening to this podcast and going, wow, I really resonate with this member of the podcast's taste, well, we'll... Give you our recommendations. 
Anyway, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to listen to us in a new location from where you're listening to us now, we are on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and of course, all of our episodes are on our website at CertifiedNunas.com along with some other fun things. Uh, if you want to become an official sponsor of this podcast, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and help us keep this uh, keep the lights on in this little uh, little factory of dreams that we've got going here. Um, and we love all of our sponsors. We're so happy that they're part of the Certified Nunas family, and we think that they're just the bee's knees. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and of course, we are on Twitter because that's where we live. And we're always at Certified Nunas, all one word. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week and you stay safe and you all wear a mask when you're out and about. Alrighties, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.